Welcome back to Unstable and Unbridled. This is Liz. And this is Rachel. And we are so sorry that it's been so long, but we're finally back. (laughs) Yes, it was a little bit of a hiatus, but we are alive. (laughs) Yeah, I think last time we were chatting with Zach and Audrey was our last podcast we did, and it was probably almost a year ago. Yeah, just about, I think, in March, and they are still running a thriving business, so check them out if you're selling a horse or looking for a horse. Yeah, they do a lot of things. A hearse. (laughs) A hearse. I love hearses. (laughs) Anyway, we forgot how to do this, so sorry if we're really awkward. (laughs) Yeah, we're no longer friends, actually, so. (laughs) This is really uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're still friends. Okay, so um, we have a really big Minnesota update. Let's just dive right in. Let's jump right in off the deep end. All right, so Copeland Farms numero uno has sold, and we have moved to Copeland Farms dos, numero dos, and it's just been a crazy year. Copeland Farms one sold in... I don't know, the spring, late spring, and, you know, I spent the summer trying to figure out what we were going to do and find a new home for us and all the clients and the ponies and everyone, and I had some amazing clients step in, Maura and Jim Tierney, and help purchase our new facility, which was formerly known as Jackery Oaks. For anyone in Minnesota, you know you know where it is. Yeah, and it's a beautiful facility. It's got multiple arenas. It's got a great cross-country course. You can hack outside for days. Yeah, that's the best part. We have cross-country. Yeah. Beautiful facility. The horses are very happy. They have big, luscious, gorgeous pastures, which they could only dream of. And I am slightly less happy because I have to walk out to get them in said pastures. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little longer trek to get them instead of being in the paddocks behind the old farm. So, <laughs> yeah, but very exciting. We've uh, been settling in this winter and it's staying nice and warm in the barn in the arena, despite the sub-zero temps, which we've had for it feels like weeks now. Yeah, it's been pretty cold up there. Yeah, today is... I think tomorrow the high is negative one, so it's been horrendous. Well, then I can't complain too much, but it's been been cold down here. It was 28 degrees this morning when we woke up, so. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cold. I'm glad everyone is suffering. <laughs> yeah, everyone everywhere is cold. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been fun to meet some new people and see some new horses and... It's been a good transition, I think. Yeah, it's been really good. You know, it's a big barn, and I'm excited. Rachel's um, still one of my assistant trainers, and then we added Chelsea Kang on as a trainer who's been hustling her butt this winter, just teaching and riding and (laughs) doing all this stuff. And then Dana Thomas is also a trainer at the barn, and she has clients that were at Copeland or at Jack Oaks when it was sold. So she retained her clients and is working as an assistant and taking new ones on. And we just have a really great team up there. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I really appreciate uh, having a little bit of help this winter, especially as things have been not going so great at the hospital. So I've been able to take, I've been trying to take a day off per week just for myself where I do no types of work. And 
I haven't always stuck to it, but I've been definitely better than previous years. Yeah, and I'm just so grateful for the Tyrannies and that, you know, they were in a position that they could purchase this facility so that, you know, we could continue Copeland Farms and have a home for Liz Lund Equestrian and everyone on the west side of the cities. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited for the summer. We got in there in the fall, so... We had a little bit of time to use the facility and, and whatnot, but I'm excited to have a full summer there and be able to get out and school some cross country and gallop and hack and all the fun things. Yeah, and we were right down the road from uh, State Trail, the Loose Line, which is really cool because we can go down there and it goes for miles and miles and there's lots of you know beautiful surrounding properties. We have really good neighbors that let us ride on their property and... We're, you know, doing some changes to the cross-country course. We're going to, you know, revamp the water jump and add a bunch more jumps and host a bunch of clinics, and we're hoping to do some schooling shows this summer, too. Yay, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's been a minute since we had a Copeland Farm schooling show. I know. It's been since before COVID, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now we can have cross-country, we can have a full three-phase schooling show, which will be awesome. Yeah, Sounds like a lot of work, but it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let's see. Last year, you had Magic down here. I don't know if if what he was doing at the time we last potted, but give us a little Magic update. Um, so he injured his medial collateral ligament on his right front foot last February. And had a period of rehab and shockwave and some injections. Uh, I was able to start riding him in August, and he was doing great. Um, He's been a little bit on the back burner since we got to the new farm, just because I've been really busy. And then he started being a little raucous (laughs) when I was riding him, and then I realized it had been a while since his hawks were done, so we did that, and now we're ready to go. Yeah, getting back on track. Yep, as they say. But I did buy a two-year-old also last year, which I think we talked about briefly in one episode. I think Kirby got an introduction at some point, but he needs another one. Yeah, so little Kirby, he's an Oldenburg gelding. He's coming three here in April, and he is super sweet, like unbothered by everything, really quiet. I will say he's going to be way too big for me. Like, he's already 16'3", and he's not even three years old yet, but he, I think, will be a gentle giant. So even if he doesn't end up my next event horse he'll be a really good horse to just ride around on I think yeah I think he is gonna be big it'll be interesting to see how big he actually gets but he is a very good boy so I'm excited for you to get to riding him this summer I know I can't wait and he the only thing he's done bad so far is he broke away from me on the long lines one day because he got spooked by something and then he jumped two fences but he yeah. cleared both both of them, so that was good. <laughs> no scope, no hope. <laughs> yeah, he's already trained. He already jumps. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's already a cross-country horse, so. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, yeah, what about um, your horses, your menagerie? Uh, yes, my horses. <laughs> what do we have? Well, Mr. Bill had to have colic surgery um, when we got down here. I don't know, it was the end of November. And he just had a flipped colon and they just had to go in, cut him, flip it over, close him up, and he's just been resting since then. I think 
he has another week and a half before he can go back to work, but not too long until he actually gets to go back to work, so that's good. Poor Bill. Um, so it'll be good for him to get back and going again, and we'll just kind of take it, you know, one day at a time and see how he's feeling and go from there and hope he comes back just fine. Better than ever. That's right. Nothing like a little scar <laughs> tissue to propel you over the fences. <laughs> yeah. And we're just getting ready for, our, well, we had a few go to Majestic uh, last weekend. Some of the students did um, and did well there. They had some good runs. And then I'll be riding my horses at their first outing at Rocking Horses next weekend. So I'll have Armani is going to be in the PT. Then I have Franklin. Little baby Franklin is growing up. He's going to be in the novice. And then I have Freddie in the beginner novice. So it's a very exciting weekend. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Are you nervous to ride the babies around? Uh, not really. I think they'll be good. They've been out. I did uh, two days um, with them and Armani, actually, with Lucinda Green. And if that didn't totally blow their minds, then I think they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, they're going to get out there and be like, oh, thank God, this is nothing. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is easy. It's just one jump, and then you go a little bit, and then yeah. another jump, rather than jump that, jump that, jump there, jump over here, like, all at once. <laughs> and by the way, none of these are on a distance. <laughs> yeah, nothing is nothing is counted. <laughs> Um, let's see. What else do we have down here? Hannah B stayed home this winter, so she's doing lessons and being ridden by clients up north, and they're loving having her up there, and she's doing well. Uh, Lucy is hopefully pregnant and going to be having a baby in the spring. Roxy is not pregnant. She had a little colt in May of this of last year, I guess, 2021, um, Forrest. So that's Forrest Gump, and <laughs> he is a giant chestnut. He looks a lot like Franklin. Same dad, different mom. Um, the dad is first dance, a Leatherdale stallion. And he has four white socks and a big blaze, just like Franklin. So it'll be fun to watch him grow up. And he's been out hanging out with his Aunt Lucy and... Magic and Uncle Madge, uh, Uncle Madge, <laughs> and some other buddies, and doing well up there. What about Beretta? Oh, and Beretta, Beretta's doing great. Um, Rachel showed her at Otter Creek. What was that? Fall? No, summer. Summer. Otter summer. She did her first show and did awesome. Finished on her dressage score, and then Malia took her to Majestic last weekend and did her first novice, and she also finished on her dressage score. And so Malia will be taking her again this weekend to Rocking Horse at Novice. So she's been super. She's really fun and straightforward and really likes to jump. We've been yep. we've gone to a couple of the little jumper schooling shows. Uh, let's see. We went over to... Will Coleman's, and then we've done a couple at Majestic with everyone, and those have been really good outings. Uh, we did a couple schooling shows, and Mora and Dublin won both of their schooling shows because they're champions. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that was exciting. Let's see. I got a pony. Her name is Juicebox, and she's going to be <laughs> trained to be a hunter pony. I might actually train her to drive a little bit, and then she's also going to be a lesson pony. And I'm hoping in the winters I can bring her down and lease her out to some hunter kids over at WEC in the winter. And what? how did you come to have Juicebox? 
I had a dream. <laughs> um, I saw her on Facebook and thought that she needed to be added to the collection. So here she is. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much how it happens. I always send the girls a text, guess what? And they go, what horse did you buy? <laughs> I thought this was going to be a surprise, but I guess it's not that surprising anymore. <laughs> well, to be fair, last time you did that, it was a dog, so... That's true. Little Boston. I do have a new dog. Yeah. That's new. Boston. Tom. Uh, Eric's birthday present. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> He's so lucky. Yeah, so lucky to get a dog for his birthday. <laughs> oh, well. um, let's see. Who else is down here? We have Janie just got down here, and she's going to be showing at Rocking Horse this weekend. I have a girl, Emily, who's working for me. Um, that's down here with her horse. We'll also be showing at Majest or at um, Rocking Horse. And Elise's horse Taz is down here. She was at Majestic um, and she finished second in the training level. And she won't be down for Rocking Horse, but she'll come down for the next Ocala show. And then she's going to take him back up to Virginia because she's in college up there at JMU. Tony and Rose, they're the best. Rose is recovering from her injury, right? Yeah. Yep, Rose had an injury last January, and she's recovering. She's back. She's almost up to 20 minutes of trot, and I've been taking her down the road to do the aqua pacer, so that's been good, and she's been a good girl. So we'll see. Hopefully she'll be showing, you know, either by the end of this winter season or for sure when we get back up north. And Tony will probably go and do some jumpers, and I might take him out and do some dressage shows too. Seamus is Maura's other horse, and she's been riding him, but she doesn't want to show two horses at once, so we've really just been focusing on Dublin, and they've been absolutely amazing, so it's been really fun. And Emma was down here with her horses. We sold one of her horses, and then Hugo went home with her, so she's been riding him, and she's unfortunately had to go home, so she's back up in the cold. Yeah, bummer. I had... Gracie, uh, one of my other working students from a couple years ago, her horse was down here recovering from an injury. So she came for just over a month um, just to get going again under saddle, you know, kind of relearning her ground manners and going out hacking, walk trot canner. She's been really good. She went home and Gracie's been really excited because she's ridden her and is just really happy to have her horse back. So fun. Love to see it when they recover well. Yeah. Especially when they're young, when they hurt themselves. Right. I did ICP this year, which or oh, yeah. last year, which was really fun. Um, so it's the instructor certification program with USEA, and uh, Liz is already certified. She's a certified level two instructor. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's just um, a really... It's to try and create a system of instructor instructors who are kind of trained with the same basics and emphasize the same things so that people out there who maybe want to get into eventing or want to get back into it have a network of instructors that they can trust have been held to a certain standard. So I always think of it as like pony club for adults, pretty much. Um, there's horsemanship aspect to it and then you have to do a dressage workshop which I did mine in Texas with Mary Darcy who was the um, U.S. eventing Olympic team coach for quite a while 
and that was super fun. Yeah, that's who I did my workshops with, too. Yeah, she was really fun. She's very Irish, like super to the point, and but she was funny. She Slightly had a lot terrifying. of terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> she had a lot of good input. Um, and then my jumping workshop I did in Louisiana at Holly Hill Farm, which was a super cool little spot um, with Karen O'Connor which was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little intimidating. No pressure, no pressure. Yeah, so basically you show up to this workshop and they give you a lecture in the morning and then you have to teach a lesson in front of them and all of the other candidates three days in a row. You've never seen the horse and rider before. Um, You have to set up the exercise. You have to teach the lesson. It was was a really good experience. I felt like it kind of verified a lot of the things I'm already doing and I got some really good feedback about how I can be a more effective teacher and I really enjoyed it. I love tests, so it's perfect for me. <laughs> That's just insane. I hate tests. <laughs> I know. I, it's not like normal, but um, <laughs> I'm waiting to certify. They haven't scheduled a certification yet, so I have to do that. For the ICP, what else are you doing? Uh, so I'm going down to Ocala for the symposium um, at the beginning of February. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we'll do so that together. Really excited about that. Yeah. I just think it's a really good system to you know, try and create a standard because anybody out there can call themselves an instructor. And there are lots of good people who are good teachers who are not ICP certified. But I like the idea of creating a system and a a network of people that have been taught similarly and have similar ideas and focus. And it's all focused on the German training system, like classical riding, which I have always kind of been taught that way. So I like it and think it's appropriate and it was really fun yeah I think it's really cool I'm excited for the workshop down here and they're like rolling out all not new standards but they're kind of like redoing the whole program so it's I think they're just trying to get it so it's a little easier to understand and get it out there so hopefully more people can do it yeah I I hope so and I had kind of reached out to people to ask them about it before I did it And a lot of the feedback I heard was that it was inaccessible because of cost. You know, you have to fly to these two workshops and take three days off work for each one and stuff, which I understand that. But at the end of the day, like, we need to find a way to make it a priority for people to get this education. You know, even to be a nail person, you have to have a certification to do it. So, well, right. Like you're not going to, yeah, it might seem expensive, but it's not really, it's literally a certification. It's like going and getting a degree in something and then you have that, you know, correct education behind you. And then the proof of it, rather than just strolling up and saying you're a horse trainer. (laughs) Right. And let me tell you, as far as certification goes, my PA certification cost me $187,000. So ICP is pretty low compared to that. Yeah. I mean, the pay scale might be a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably a smidge, but you know. I guess it depends on how much you teach. (laughs) Yeah, right. Depends how hard you're willing to work. But yeah. Yeah, I think Chelsea, speaking of teaching, I think Chelsea's been teaching a minimum of 150 lessons or training rides a month. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Isn't that wild? That is insane. You need to take a break. Yeah. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit.
When I was doing everything, I was not even doing that much. Watch, watch your language there. Well, Children listen to our podcast. I know. that word. We'll cut it off. But. <laughs> we'll bleep, bleep it. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so you're coming down here. And then what do you what do you think you're going to do with your horses this summer? Um, we'll see just how magic is going. I haven't started jumping him yet again since his injury. Um, I might do some dressage shows with him because he's a little bit of a fancy prancer. He is. You should. And Kirby, I'm just going to kind of see how he grows. He's just so big and growthy right now. I don't want to sit on him quite yet. And... I had been driving him with a bit, but now he's losing teeth, so I'm going <laughs> to hold off on that for a bit. So <laughs> we'll just see. Probably in the fall, I'll try to sit on him a few times, and then I'll probably just chuck him out again for the winter and yeah. go from there. Yeah, Carly has Kuna, who's he'll be three this year. So he's down in Iowa. Um, she needed a like buddy for her horse, Coco, so I sent him down there, and she's been doing... You know, this fall she did lots of ground driving and took them all over, you know, the neighbor's properties and she sat on him and she's been teaching him a lot. So, you know, she'll she'll ride her horse and then pony him and take him all over. And I'm hoping that when she's done with him and I pick him up on my way to Florida next year, that he's going to be just as quiet as Armani because Armani is a rock star. Fully trained. <laughs> Fully trained. You hear that, Carly? No pressure. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. I need to find a, ho- a horse I can pony Kirby off of just so he can see stuff. Maybe Britt will let me take Momo out. Yeah, take Momo. Momo. <laughs> yeah, one of our school horses, Momo, she got a good soft landing at, at uh, Britt Articani's, one of our local eventers, and she's been trail riding, which we love for her. Yeah. She was no longer satisfied as a lesson horse, so perfect for her. And Cinder's yeah. still going strong. She's Cinder the best. Cinder's going strong, and I'm getting Cloud will be being taken on as a lesson pony. That was Rosie's pony. So we're excited to have him joining the program. And then Juicebox will come home and be a lesson pony. We need some really small kids because Juicebox is only 12-3. She's a tiny thing. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be perfect for my coworker's tiny child, who's four. Yes, yes, perfect. And... <laughs> It'll be very exciting to have all the horses at home. I'm excited for this summer. It'll be fun. I can't wait. I can't also wait for it to be, like, above zero for any stretch of time. It would be nice. Ugh. Yeah, it's been pretty awful. And, like, it's, like, really cold. Like, it's been, like, in the negative, what, 20s a few times yeah. at least. I felt really bad. Like, I went out. My hor- Magic is wearing a 400-gram blanket with, like, a full neck cover. I went out the first day. It was below zero, and he was shivering. So I put his medium weight on underneath him. But I was like, oh, this is not not fun for any of us. <laughs> Aww, at least they have a nice shelter there. They do have a nice shelter, and they've got a nice, beautiful round bale to munch on, and they can all lay in the hay together, so. Yeah, you'll have to post that pic of Madge laying in the hay with his buddy Mandy. Little Mandy. She needed a friend. Yeah. She just needed a Madge. Well, I think that's about it, isn't it? 
So, yeah, those are all of our kind of major updates. And I'm sure as we edit our podcast, we will think of many more things. But don't worry. We are planning to be back and regular. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> That's the goal. At least That's we can cool. hopefully get some podcasts done when when you come down here. I hope so. We'll have to get Janie in, too, for one of them. She can talk about, like, the adult amateur life. Yeah. And how she's making it work by going to Florida. Yeah, that's a good idea. She can tell us all about how she does that and the logistics. And um, we could do another podcast. I want to do one with Dr. Tucker about, you know, feeding a forage-based diet and grain-free and all that kind of stuff. As well as it'd be fun to do a driving podcast. I just took a driving lesson today or did like a ride along because I'm trying to learn a little bit more about driving. So I can help our client, Jenny, at home. She has a driving horse, and I want to learn more about it, so I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I want to learn more about it, too, because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, the lady I worked with today, her name is Muffy, and she does clinics, so I was thinking she could come up this summer and do a clinic. You know, she does everything, like literal driving or, you know, teaching young horses how to ground drive, I think would be really important because there's not really anyone that teaches that at yeah. least that I know of. I've no, I, I totally agree. I think that'd be great because the only way I learned how to ground drive was practicing and f***ing it up. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. It was like, all right, I think this is how you do it. I saw it once yeah. in a book. <laughs> like, yeah, I watched a YouTube video and this seems yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, well, it seems to work so far. The babies have been good. So. Yeah. Also, bless <laughs> those beautiful horses for letting us experiment on them. Yes. Oh, you know what we were almost going to forget? What? That I don't have prepared? <gasps> a saddle sore. Oh, my God. Same. I don't have that prepared either. <gasps> we're so unprepared. We don't even remember how to, like, record our podcast the right way anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's a I guess my saddle sore will be vet bills. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You know, that vet bill for Billy was right on up there with being quite expensive, but luckily he is insured, so that does help. But, whew, they add up quickly. Yeah. We just had our cat at the vet for, like, a partial bowel obstruction, and it was $2,100. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, and I had... Chopper broke his leg earlier this year. Oh, and Chop. he had to have surgery, and that was like $4,000, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. My sort of addition to that saddle sore would be the fact that people think vets make a lot of money because vet care is expensive, but actually they don't, which is going to be my saddle sore, I guess. <laughs> that's a good one. Vets should they make, do take care of our animals. Yeah, and they go to school as long as a doctor. They have probably, honestly, more knowledge than a doctor because they have to focus on multiple species, not just one. And they yeah. make not enough money for that. And their patients can't talk, for God's sake. Right. Tell us what's wrong. Oh, you're limping. Yeah. But why are you limping? Where does it hurt? Nope, they can't say anything. Nope. And I sometimes wish my patients couldn't talk, but... Here we are. 
<laughs> That's a good one. I, I am going to slightly pivot, though. My saddle sore is the fact that people somehow have not figured out how to close the arena door, even though it's 10 below zero. Like, come on, guys. Ooh, you, you that's just a good one, look. because I've sent multiple emails saying, make sure to close the door. My heat bill this winter has just been insane. So hopefully some of the clients are listening to this and will make sure to shut the arena door, all the doors, really. Right. Like I get it bounces like an inch if you close it kind of hard, but you just got to stand there and ease it gently on into the track because otherwise I have to get off in the middle of my ride to close it and I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) It messes up my rhythm. And that's going to, you know, if it doesn't get shut, guess what's going to happen? Your board bills are going to go up. (laughs) Yeah. Door's going to kill my vibe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess that's all for this pod. It's a short quickie, but (laughs) sometimes that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess on that note, we will catch you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.